My name is Sean Doherty. I'm the fifth generation to live on my family's ranch in southeastern Colorado and the fourth to compete in the sport of rodeo. I grew up in the back of a Dooley pickup, first watching my dad, then eventually competing myself. I've been immersed in the world of rodeo since I can remember. My experiences and the stories I've heard shape the way I view the world, and I want to share those lessons with everyone else. Just like a rodeo run, you never know what to expect on this show. That's life, and that's rodeo. Follow us at That's Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or find us online at www.thatsrodeo.com. My name is Sean Doherty. I'm the fifth generation to live on my family's ranch in southeastern Colorado and the fourth to compete in the sport of rodeo. I grew up in the back of a Dooley pickup, first watching my dad, then eventually competing myself. I've been immersed in the world of rodeo since I can remember. My experiences and the stories I've heard shape the way I view the world, and I want to share those lessons with everyone else. Just like a rodeo run, you never know what to expect on this show. That's life, and that's rodeo. Follow us at That's Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or find us online at www.thatsrodeo.com. Welcome to That's Radio Live. I'm your host, Sean Doherty. Everybody who's never seen my face before is what I look like. Um, I'm here with our last episode, uh, Lane Hass from the Lane Hass Band. Say hi, Lane. And Ragland, Van Ragland. Hey. Sam Cox. You reached out to me a couple months ago through your band, Sam Cox Band. Finally got together. through Raglan, yep. and you guys, you mentioned to me before the show, you guys just got back together, so... The band, we've, the band, we've the band got no, back together. No, we were separated because I didn't like you very much. <laughs> yes. um, no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Autumn, mm-hmm. you want to go ahead and say hi to the folks? Hi, guys. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, so, we'll talk about the band first. Tyler, you want to bring in? What's up? My name's Tyler Berg. Uh, this is a rodeo podcast. Still is rodeo podcast. These two guys have some rodeo history. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but for right now, these guys are playing Northwestern Oklahoma State University out here at the intramural fields in between Coronado Hall and the Health Fitness Center. Um, so if you're in Alba, get down here. It's a free concert. We've got Mexican food trucks, snow cones out here. Come down, bring your coolers, bring your 32 round specials, your lawn chairs, all that stuff. My Twitter followers and get that. <laughs> uh, but get down here. Um, it's Thursday night. It's a beautiful Thursday night. So, Raglan, the band. How did you guys get started? Take it away. Uh, we got started with the band. Um, five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. Like It was like a little after we got married, right? Yeah. So, all the I got married and then we were doing separate solo stuff. And then projects. for a little while there, we were uh, traveling separately. On the weekends, and then uh, we said, "Screw this!" And then I said, "No, I just like a five years ago, I got like really like hammered on my birthday, and I was like, what if I was in your band?'" And I just had this <laughs> like big, like, bur- big brain moment, <laughs> and then uh, a little heart deal. Yeah, <laughs> and then, so for a while, I was the um, I was the drummer for Autumn Ragland for like a split second. Yep. And then we got another drummer, and I switched over to bass, and then shortly after, we changed it from Autumn Ragland to Raglan, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, because you were just yeah. playing for Autumn Raglan. Yeah. And then you were like, you know, Raglan would be a cool band name. And I was like, yeah, yeah sure. Just wanted like 
one word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then so we changed it to Ragon because I, I felt at the time that like it was more of like a group effort than just me. Yeah. So. Rather than yeah. just auto with like a Megan band or whatever. So. Yeah. So it's Raglan to Megan. Yeah, that's my name now. That's Megan. Autumn Ragon. She never, she never changed it. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing. It's not. It's, it's not. It's literally. I just didn't change it because I was uh, lazy. So, yeah. <laughs> we like we were like standing in the courthouse. And we were like, I was, I was like, like, are we gonna change it? And I was like, no. I was like, what about like a high fan? We were like, eh. Yeah. You know, so we're like like on the spot, just decided not to do this. So. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Our kids have the last name Cox too, which is Yeah, even, they'll have a last name. I don't wish that upon anybody. Sorry, so <laughs> <laughs> So that's where the band name came from. Yeah. Great. So how long has the band Ragland been around? Probably like five, five years. Five, six I mean, years so ago. it would be roughly five years. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the exact day we changed everything. Five over, go, going on six or something like that. Yeah. So we started out almost like a, we didn't know it at the time, but it was, we were like almost like an Americana rock band mm-hmm. and yeah, was, almost indie rock. It was super weird. And then. I used to headbang and stuff. So. <laughs> I'm going to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> this is <laughs> I, I wasn't good at it. Like they would make fun of me because it wasn't correct. <laughs> we we're just a little more like rock. We were like we we're like Lane's band. We were just, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah, we were a female lead singer, and then so, so we Paramore. just we're, yeah. yeah. Borderline, borderline Paramore mixed with George Strait. We're, we're kidding with you. That's just what everybody would say. So Paramore, right? No. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys have a lead singer at the female. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. You guys hard? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I said that. I said that <laughs> one guy to one guy was loading in and. Uh, you know how like whenever bands you load in all of, like the same venue when there's like multiple bands you right BS with the other bands and, yep. and we're like yeah man like we've got yeah, we got yeah we got female lead singer and we're called Raglan and this was like five or six years ago they're like oh so you're like like Paramore you're female and I said oh is there all guys in your band and he's like yeah they're yeah. I was like oh so you're like, like Slipknot and they're like no, no we're nothing why, like why, why would you say that yeah, so and then uh, four or five years ago, probably four years ago, I think that we just started to because we grew up red like in the red dirt scene, like pretty much, yeah, you know. We just rebelled for a little bit against yeah. um, our uh, raising, yeah, and then we just kind of came back yeah. to this. And yeah. see, Lane and I relate to that. <laughs> we talked on our podcast earlier, uh, we went to the 90s, of course, we grew up in the 90s yeah. country, George yeah. Strait and Al Jackson, Darth Brooks. and then we got yeah. to high school. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but then we got to high school and rebelled into our yeah. Slipknots either. Right. We all did. Yeah, yeah, we just, that was the. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to take that path and then come bit. back to Red Dirt. But then yeah. it makes it makes just such better music in your 20s when you're just mixing all of that yes. stuff together. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. like. Now yeah. it's, we're seeing the bands of just this generation. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them are influenced by those. Yeah. Metal yeah, you hear so many bands even just in this, and that's why like even the red dirt scene is so there's such a big umbrella that falls in, like of just it's not just red dirt music. I mean, there's like yeah. there's a bunch of blues, and in the last like five years we've seen just like a subgenre of like Texas red dirt rock that's kind of like came yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and uh, Lane ass bands. Yeah, so and it, it's cool because uh, you know just people. People in the red dirt scene, I think not even just us, but everybody was kind of raised on like things like the Pantera and the Metallica, and even just had like an emo or you know Slipknot, you know My Chemical Romance, you know all like the, the crazy stuff, you know what I mean? So it makes up for a good, you know. I think the millennials kind of 
to red dirt into a different direction. Yeah, yeah. So, a different so, direction than I think anybody thought it was going to be. Okay, 20 <laughs> years ago, yeah, you had like, you know, this is not what Bob Childers and Tom no, Skinner. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Uh, so, kind of establish your guys' sound. How long have you two been making music? You mentioned you had some side projects before. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you, Autumn, how long have you been making music? Um, I've been writing since I was like a wee child. Um, so, and I started pretty much trying to pick up like a little bit of gigs and doing like studio work when I was like 12. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I mean, I just pretty much just picked it up young and have always done it. That's it. She had a record deal. So she was like you're 13. telling me you guys are actually in the house conversation. Pretty much. Well, yeah, yeah but just not as talented. <laughs> yeah, not as talented. That's, that's yet to be seen. Down here at 8 o'clock. <laughs> you guys can Keep be plugging it. Keep plugging it. Uh, and Sam, how long have you been A while. Um, probably tw 12 years or so. Um, my answer to this is always like I've been a music fan longer than I've actually like been a musician. Like when I was little, I wanted to be radio DJ for 10 years. Um, yeah. Tyler Bird. Tyler Bird and the Flock. Tyler Bird and the Flock. Tyler Bird? Yeah, at Tyler Bird Music, all my social medias. Okay. He's the next, he's the next video. Like, in a year from now, we're not even going to be able to hang out with this guy. Oh, I'm serious. Hey. Uh, that's not true. You heard I'm it here follow first. you on Twitter now. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you let me hang out here. I'm going to follow. Um, and so, yeah, that's my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I said Tracy. Not Tracy Bird. Tyler Bird. At Tyler Bird Music. At the band Ragland. The band Ragland. Yep. The band Ragland. Of course, at Lane Hash Music. We went so over Lane your Hass backstory. Hass at Lane Hash Band. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. At Lane Hash Band. My bad. You guys heard his backstory in the last episode. Go check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Follow us at That's Rodeo. I changed the social medias on you. Switch blue on you. Uh, <laughs> It's at That's Rodeo now. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we got some new stuff coming down the pike. Um, maybe YouTube. Who knows? We'll see how this is going. Uh, but like I said, this is a rodeo podcast. So we'll get to the rodeo stuff. And Sam, why don't you start with you? When did Good. you said you started out with rodeo and then you just decided I'm going to take it yeah. music from the time? Quit to play music. Quit to play music. Which. Yeah. That's the way to do First it. First of all, <laughs> guaranteed a check. It's hard enough to make a living rodeo. Yeah, as I was about to say, both of them leave you broke. Yeah. <laughs> Playing so. music's not much better. That's yeah. that's why we can get away with making this yep. music and rodeo. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of similarities there. We're all broke. We all <laughs> we all travel. We're all broke. All gypsies. We're all ramblers. Yep. Just trying to get to the next. One. Yep. That's yeah. life. That's rodeo. I'm doing Boom. pretty good, y'all. <laughs> y'all, the rodeoers. Yeah, she can't relate to me. Uh, I told Autumn, I was like, this is a rodeo podcast. And she's like, oh, this isn't like a regular interview. Cool. I was like, I didn't know nothing about that, but let's do it. So will tell you all about it, right? See, that's the thing about rodeos. Yes. Yeah. I've been, my family has been rodeoing for four generations wow. now. Uh, I've been doing it my whole life. Yeah. I've been around it. Every single run I can tell you, and I remember most of them, is you really have no control over what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so, it's just like that. Yep. You, once you accept that point, things get a lot easier after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, that's the point of this show. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Um, the cool thing with rodeo is like, 
Um, it was, it's, it's with any sport, but like you can be if you if you work harder and if you work more than anybody, you can be the best in rodeo. But like with music, it's like man, our music's like so good. Why aren't people getting? You can be like the best musician. And it's not the same for music. It's like yeah, you know, like you have to. There's just you can network a lot. Of yeah, you have to click, and sometimes network is networking. Is sometimes it takes a while, but if you work hard enough, you can be the best in any sport, or any, you know, rodeo or football or, you know. Yeah, rodeo. Whatever. Rodeo is, you get to the point where you're the best and you can control what you control. The wrench that gets thrown in rodeo is different from other sports is there's live animals. Exactly. Sometimes so the steer just stops. Yeah. And, and you're like, you, just can't control that. you can be the best in the world. I remember Cody Ole, Yennefar, I, I can't tell you what kid I'm not good at that, but was <laughs> going to win the championship and his calf literally just stuck right right front and there was some rumors about what happened but at the end of the day his calf stopped and he tore the barrier down and lost the world championship he's the best in the world you know? yep. uh, with music like you said though sometimes it, and it's not going to be you have zero control about it and you can't even blame it on a live animal yep. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it just does not work yep. um but back to your start in rodeo. So yeah, what so, events did you compete in? Um, I ended up being a bareback rider, and I did that for I did that mainly for probably like three, three, four, or five years uh, throughout all middle school and high school. And then, um, but I started out riding calves, steers, and then junior bulls. And then once I started riding junior bulls, I got smart enough a little bit and said I don't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I uh, I team roped for a little while. I tried heading. I wasn't that good at. It. I tried healing. I was like, I'm just going to try heading again. And then I literally almost lost my thumb. Literally, yeah. I just almost said, I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then I just, I don't know. So it was some old, some old timer in Kellyville, Oklahoma. One time was just like, he's like, pick one event. You should practice that one event. Let it, let it do all the other ones for fun. But you can't like, you can't do, you can't put like your heart into all of them. You know what I mean? You have to like focus on just one. Do the rest of it for fun. So I was like, I think I like bareback the most. So focused on bareback. And then I just kind of. I'll still go out and like rope it down the year, you know, and just yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? It's whatever. So but okay. Yeah. And so did you junior high high school? When was when was about the time you stopped? About the time I got drum set. About that month. That's <laughs> so <laughs> so about when I stopped. Yeah. And then so uh I had I don't want to say I had a skull like a full on scholarship, but like uh Fort in Fort Scott, Kansas. Uh I think I probably could have been Yeah. Yeah. So I could probably could have went there, probably could have went to Miami. Um, but Mads didn't want to do it, and it was just kind of like I don't know. They, at the time, they were, I don't know, that's still how it is, but at the time, they were like handing away rodeo scholarships like it was candy at that time, you know what I mean? So, and uh, it's yeah. rodeo scholarships are if, if you want to try and work at it, then a lot of schools are going to are gonna pay you to come try. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you're not going to try it, then right? Yeah, like you have to be good. To a degree, you're gonna saying. want to compete. It's not as hard as a football scholarship, like, is what I'm trying to say. It's I not as competitive. That's fair. That's as fair. a football yeah. scholarship, we'll put it that way. It's um, not nearly saturated though either. Okay. Uh, there's plenty of schools with plenty of rodeo programs that would be glad to take you. They don't care your school level, anything. If, like I said, if you want to work at it, they'll right. you. Uh, and Tyler. What's your history with rodeo? He's still doing it. Yeah, still, yeah still that's rodeo? Like, still well, I barrel race, so it's okay. like a, 
it's hard for me because I'm a guy, obviously, because you can't ride everywhere. Okay. So I get shut out so many times. Like, I've shown up to, like, several barrel races, and they're like, we're not going to let you ride. And then I'm like, you serious? And then, yeah. So I've had girls go and enter for me, and then I'll just ride and just not get the pace. They all got long hair. They can't feel yeah, like, mm-hmm. so that That's why you have long hair. <laughs> yeah, that's just part of it, you know? So answer me this. Is it, Are you going to, like, barrel jackpots and open places, or is this associations that are not? No, I just do open barrel like, open. jackpots most of the time, so... I obviously I can't. The first time I saw a guy at Girl Race, it was that American. Mm-hmm. I had seen women get on bulls. I had seen women steer wrestle before. I had seen women throw kids. So to me, I'm like, oh, guys be able to barrel Boom. race if they want. Yeah. Uh, Boom. <laughs> um, I mean, I could bring a point, but I won't. <laughs> it's. Uh, Unofficial issue, right? It says open for a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's it. They wouldn't even let me high school rodeo. And like in Oklahoma, they just won't let you do it. Period. Yeah, it was crazy. probably sport created because they weren't allowing women to um, go inside the feather. Yes. That is, that is a good point. The barrel racing was brought in as a women's only sport to balance it. So to separate the. Well, yeah, no, well, because they probably weren't allowed to participate in anything in, else, so they were like, fine, break it in the track. Okay, okay. In the See, I'm learning. Yes. That's just what uh, I would assume. Women have, I don't, I'm not sure the history on the WPRA, they have their own association where mm-hmm. they do uh, their kids, team road, breakaway, mm-hmm. they do all their stuff. I don't know how long that's been around, but you're right, girl racing was brought in as a women's only event. You're listening to That's Rodeo. Follow us at That's Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or find us online at www.thatsrodeo.com. We're back with That's Rodeo. Sean Gordy. I'm here with Sam Cox of the Sam Cox Band and Ragland, the band Ragland, playing here at Northwestern tonight. Um, Sam, you reached out to me a couple months ago. Yep. And one come on the podcast, finally yep, got you on. Yeah. Um, said you told me for the show that you started out rodeoing. Right. And then decided to go full time music. Yep. That was, a, that was the better. Better financial thing to do. I don't, right? I don't know how that was a better financial thing. I don't know who's more bro- but, rodeo people or musicians, but <laughs> probably cut it close. There's a lot of similarities. Uh, Co-host, Lane Hass, Lane Scone. Hass Band. Uh, follow both these guys, at Sam Cox Music, at the band Ragland, at Lane Hass Band. Uh, follow us. New social media. It's not new social media. It's new name, at That's Rodeo. Uh, follow me, at, at Sean J. Doherty. One on Twitter. Uh, got some new music out. Yeah, we do. From Raglan. We'll start talking about that. Cool. Then we'll get into the radio stuff. Yep. Um, how's that been coming? It's been pretty good, man. We uh, got back into all this about four or five months ago. Raglan was kind of on a hiatus for a little while. And then um, we kind of hopped back into the album cycle that was kind of paused by COVID, you know. So we put out a new single. Uh, not too long ago, uh, 
well, four or five months ago. It's it's about at the end of its course now, but um, uh, yeah, it featured Mike McClure. We did a whole record with him, and he just kind of hopped in on that track and played some lead and sang some backup and that kind of I, stuff. I, I so, like it. I really like it. Yeah. I like your guys' vibe. Uh, we were talking a little bit on the live stream that we do. That went to shit. That went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> So if you saw that, sorry about it. That was okay. good. We had a little bit of we had a little bit of rodeo. We had a good. A little bit of music. Autumn gave us a feminist lesson. Yeah, it was good. It was <laughs> so good. if you did see it and the sound was working at the time, we just still don't know. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thanks, you, you saw thanks very, for being loyal followers on Instagram. Yeah. Let's see how pretty we were. Yeah, Our. all the five. Of you. Um, <laughs> but uh, you guys, I really like the song we were talking about. The influence. Uh, the 2000s rock. Right. Talks, Lane, you and I talked about that on the last episode. We did. Um, with you. And you're from Pryor. Yeah. Which is where Rock to Home is at. Home of Rock to Home, yeah. Um, so, naturally, yeah. uh, there's some influence. Yeah, there. man. It, which, and whenever I, I got into high school, you know, I was just all. Carhartt and Red Wings, man. I was just, that was that kid, you know? And then as high school went on, I slowly transitioned into the kid with boots and a Metallica shirt. And then and then the boots kind of like replaced itself with Converse. And then I just kind of became like a rock and roll kid for a while. I don't know. I, I think it's just because I was rodeoing my whole life. And I just kind of, it was just a fresh yeah, something thing else. to do. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, no, rock definitely is kind of a, and we are talking earlier about how so many like millennials just kind of, had their moment, whether it was a few months or a few years, where like we went through like a quote unquote phase, like everybody's listening to My Chemical Romance and just Radio Rock or Slipknot or Metallica or Pantera or whatever it was. And yeah. so now we've got this branch of, you know, Texas red, metal. Yeah, I know that's pretty <laughs> much red what it is. Metals. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of crazy. Like millennials kind of, some people would say like maybe like screwed up Render a little bit, but some people now it's just kind of. There's like its own branch of like college frat rock. Yeah, it's weird. So, but uh, college rock. frat rock. I, right. I like yeah. that. I've never heard that term. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Lane, Lane's so band is farm, farm, farm frat rock. Yeah. Right. Farm frat rock. But no, rock. Raglan's under a different uh, umbrella, I guess you'd say. Autumn, Raglan's essentially kind of um, Autumn as a singer songwriter backed up by me and a drummer and sometimes a lead player. Um, and uh, it's just a little, it's a little bit different, but uh, not so much on like the rock and roll side of things. But yeah, we try to get her to push it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> she uh, she was saying she started out trying to find gigs, not trying, not that she started writing and stuff at age twelve, but trying to find gigs at age. 12. Oh no, she was weird, dude. She was the and I was like, wow, yes, yeah. ambition right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we were we were a few years apart too, and I, I just remember. You know, whenever um, both of us being teenagers and prior, you know, it was like she was she was thirteen on a on a record label, you know, and so she had she had a record deal, and it was just like what the, you know, it was crazy, like that's wild. Yeah, so she's been at it for a while. I think she started writing. I mean, when she was not even in the double digits, but then she got a guitar when she was like ten or something, you know, and then just to put music to, yeah. you know what I mean? So lyrics and stuff too and so she's been writing for a long time but um yeah yeah if anybody if anybody's listening go just go listen to like the full record that autumn has written it's just she she's my favorite songwriter and i'm married to her so like you know i'm biased but yeah Yeah. 
Uh, go listen. Ragland on yep. Spotify. Uh, just Ragland. Yeah. Yeah, just Ragland on Spotify, but everything else is a D-Band Ragland. Just one word. And Twitter, that's Instagram. website, social media. Yep. D-Band. D-Band Ragland. Yep. Uh, I appreciate the calling it Ragland because I feel like a lot of people, new people just call it Ragland, like the over pronunciation. Oh. Like the A. Like yeah. it's happened like a whole time. Like, first time I ever heard of you guys, like, someone's like Ragland. I was like, are they, they play like ragtime music? Yeah. Or I was like, nah, yeah, they're right. like ragweed. No, like, well, yeah. <laughs> you were talking about when you found this show on Instagram after talking to Olivia yeah. here at Northwestern. And I remember when you when I popped up and I saw Ragland, mm-hmm. I was like, is this like a. That's my fallback plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll do it together. Like, All right, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's get to that point now. Uh, and Ragweed's going to start being this public. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm ready for it. I'm here for it, man. Honestly. <laughs> um, but then I saw, you know, I listened to you guys' stuff. I was yeah. like, oh, well, I saw it was you. I was like, okay, well, so it's just yeah. a band. So, so yeah, well, for a while there. I, um, so I was a solo, me and Alton were both solo artists before Raglan had formed, but then, um, Raglan went on a hiatus last year, so, um, I got my guys back together and cut a record and toured for about a year until Autumn got ready to go back on the road. I, we, I don't know, if you would ask me six months ago if Raglan would ever be back on the road, I'd be like, nope, it's over, you know, and so I was like playing my own music and stuff, but, um, but you know, COVID happened. We got a kid, and we had kind of a lineup change, which we were talking about, you know, earlier. But um, and so everything kind of happened at once, and so Ragland kind of went on a hiatus, and I did my own solo thing for a little while. But now we're kind of full blown Ragland again, and kind of working on a new new record and putting out new music and stuff. So yeah. So, radio podcast. Oh yeah, we forgot. Oh, yes, <laughs> we forgot. Hold on. Uh, but you said you've been rodeoing most of your life. Yep. And Rodeo up until you got your drum set. Yeah, up like literally the month I got my drum set, I quit rodeo and then so take us through your rodeo <laughs> journey up to yeah. saying, "Now nah, fuck this, I'm going to play music." Um, what brought you to that point? <laughs> so I uh, I started I think getting serious about it when I was probably nine or ten, and uh, I don't know. Just my, my dad, my dad broke horses, and um, he did that for a job. I mean, he was literally take on for like a dozen, probably a dozen a day, you know. And he got paid decent money to do it. It's actually really good money, like you know. It's, but it's a whole, it's a whole day, a whole day's worth of work for hard, sure. Hard work. You um, have to do it every single yeah, every day. single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he did that, and then um, I really wanted to get in the rope, and then, then um, he told me that if I could rope our dummy out there like fifty times in a row or something, then he would like he get me he get me started. So. But I did that. I wrote for a little bit, and then um, I finally settled down to um, bareback, and then which was really it kind of played into what we were doing because um, we all broke horses at the house. Like I was, I was at the point of breaking like you know, not crazy huge, you know, fourteen, fifteen hands or whatever. You know, when I was in middle school, and my little brother was tiny, so he was breaking Shetland and stuff. And so we were all in the horse breaking business, and so my dad, we would just go to. A horse sale, and he was a stock contractor also, and so he he would buy the, just the prettiest horses out of all of them because if they would ride, then then you could just flip them. Right. You know, you can make yeah. money. And if they and if they weren't at least like decently green broke when we first tried to ride them, he's like, cool, these ones are getting bucked out. And so and so we would have the prettiest bucking horses, there you go. and we'd have also the prettiest like 
ponies for kids and stuff. And we uh, we pretty much paid for vacation every year going down to Duncan, Oklahoma, every like, I think it was in March or something. But they had this like big old pony sale like once a year. And so we took like a dozen head down there and it was just at least every year. And then, uh, so yeah, that's really kind of how we got into how I settled into bareback riding just because we had, I, anytime that I would want to go down there, I would just like load up. You know, just like a bunch of like Welsh ponies or whatever, you know, that, yeah. that would not ride very easy. Uh, and then, so we just got on the rodeo arena and we just like buck them out. And then, yeah, so we also broke horses. So it was just kind of like a win win situation because yeah. they were all pretty horses and then we'd buy, you know, like old palomines and paints and buckskins and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they were rank and it, that worked, and sometimes they were easy to ride. And then a you know, month later, they could, you know, neck, neck rain, take them back to the sale and make some money. That's very cool. Yeah, it was cool. That's, that was my whole childhood right there. But awesome. Yeah. It's, man, it's feels crazy to me every time I hear people's stories of how they got into Rodeo. Because there's always this similar thing. It's usually a family thing. Mm. It always usually starts as a family thing. But there's so many different paths that lead you to uh, Rodeo. Yeah. So, uh, junior high Rodeo, high school Rodeo. Yeah. Um. So I, I did, I mean, during junior high, it was all that I did, all that I did. Um, then whenever I got to high school, I did a freshman, freshman, sophomore, and then junior, yeah, I got a drum set, and I kind of, I was a drummer for, you know, a rock band in high school, I kind of started up pretty quick, and then I quit rodeoing, and uh, I don't know, like, we were talking earlier, like, I, I'm I'm almost, for, for a minute, went to school in Fort Scott, because I got a pretty cool rodeo thing going on up there, and then. Uh, Miami, Oklahoma was an option too for a little while, but then I just, I just, I went to school for music, and then so uh, business is my major, music is my minor, so music business is kind of like my. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I graduated from here, Northwestern, with a degree in mass communication. Okay. And the looks I got from people at college or anywhere that I was in. Like, right. Cowboy get up and they ask, you know, yeah, I go to school in Northwestern. I'm on the radio team. Like, oh, what's your major? Mass communication. You mean you're not going to be an ag business or not going to be an ag teacher? (laughs) Oh my gosh. How dare you get something to pay? Yeah. (laughs) How dare you pay the bills? It's not paying yet. (laughs) It's not paying yet. Uh, Oh, we got any sponsors out there. I do do radio ads. Sorry about that. There you go. Um, But, yeah, the looks I get. But it's ag business, ag business, ag business, ag business. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want to run a feed store. You know, yeah, like I, just, yeah. I'll get you, man. I, I grew up on a ranch. I, I got 20 years of mm-hmm. uh, ag business. Yeah. I, I know how it works. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the... Yeah, uh, I can go... I have two professors in my house that yeah. <laughs> can tell me. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in the... Not actually. It kind of plays into... <laughs> might as well be. A lot of people, too. I'm mean, probably lying to you. It's just kind of... You do rodeo for so long, then you, I don't know. I think I just kind of got burnt out. I got, I was super burnt out on it. Yeah, but yeah. nowadays, if I'm, if I'm riding or if I'm just like roping a dummy and drinking with friends or whatever, like, I, I love it. I love it. But like back then, I think I just got so burnt out because I know that you guys like, my parents were like hard asses. You know, just, yeah. and I, mean, I think it's most people in rodeo is just like, stop crying. It's like, dad, get, your dad really get back on that fucking horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we averaged about four hours of practice. Yeah. Um, those aren't happy sunshine hours. Those are hard work. Right. Your, your, your job hours. Yeah. That's 
you know, always uh, playing basketball and stuff, you do it that way. You know, when you get to college, people get burned out because the coaches are super hard on you. Mm-hmm. Even with my dad. That's not gonna, that <laughs> yeah. would not bother me any. Right. Uh, because it was like having he wants a college athlete. Right. Like, he was. There's a lot of radio kids like that uh, in the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ones that have a true passion for it even more. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I grew up that way. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I wouldn't have changed anything. I wouldn't have changed anything about it. Like, in lifestyle. Time, yep. uh, but now, I'm like, oh man, looking, looking around. Yeah. Just look around. Wow. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be people that, that didn't grow up that way and they're like, man, I wish I had. I wish I had right. what you have or what right. you had or yeah. whatever, you know. And it, you can't even help it nowadays like, like oh, What's it's cool to be a cowboy. Way that, yeah, I, I, oh, I know. It's yeah. like the Barbara, Mar- <laughs> the Barbara Mandrell song. I was yeah. country when country wasn't cool. And uh, I mean, but nowadays it's like we, um, you know, I, I don't know. The other day we couldn't fit everything in the trailer, but we no, we were moving, and we had like a couch and like a little little trailer out there that we all our equipment in today, and uh, we couldn't shut it all the way. And then so we did was we had to take like a rope and we kind of tied the door shut. And then I don't know why, but just second nature, I just. I looped it through like I was trying to hold her to the trailer or something. And I was just like, I don't know. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, I said, I said it just, it just happened. You know what I mean? So I just kind of tied it like that. That slid on and then, you know, and then put the slide through itself until it wasn't anymore. And then she's like, yeah, it just like second nature. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, it never leaves you. Like rodeo never leaves. Ever. Like it's always going to be part of like your, I don't know, like all, like I don't, I, I may not look like it today, or what, but you know, I the perfect like afternoon to me would be like go home and watch like guns. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Or, or Lonesome Dove or something, you know. And so, and we were talking with Tracy Bird, who's working at <laughs> Tracy Bird. <laughs> Tyler, 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 man, you hit the big I, time, I, man. I, Tracy I Bird's opening. Yeah, I do it. No, listen, y'all. I knew I was gonna do that. <laughs> I told myself earlier in the live stream. Oh crap! No, my uh, you're good. You're good. And there's Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told myself, I was like, do not call me Tracy Bird. Do not do it. Tyler Bird. Tyler Bird. And the flock. Tyler and Bird and the, the flock. flock. Now listen, okay. In a, Thank please, you guys for catching me. Please go and watch us back or listen back to this in a year, year or maybe even two. No, but Tyler. He's Tyler, Tyler Bird. Bird B-Y-R-D. He's going to be the next. Tracy Bird. <laughs> you won't even know who Tracy Bird is. Yeah, who's Tracy Bird? They're going to be calling Tyler. They're going to be calling, calling Tracy Tyler. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Is that no. Tyler Bird guy? No, this is Tracy Bird. Welcome to the church. Yeah, his, uh, his, 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 his act is called Tyler Bird and the Vlog. And about to put a new album pretty soon. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, but we were talking to him earlier, yep. and he barrel races. Yeah. Um, a little conversation yeah. about that uh, with your wife. Yeah, well, just, if you're around Autumn, Autumn is a, I don't even know, feminist isn't the right word, equality. I think your wife's just normal. I think yeah. that's, um, she brought up a good point that barrel racing was brought in because right. he went into all Because yeah. Tyler's still barrel racing even now. Like, you know, yes, and he's, there's places that were letting barrel races. Like I said, it's kind of a regional thing and right. it's starting to be accepted. Be accepted okay. more. Uh, but 
just just that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. I, we for anybody that caught that live video earlier that we did, man, that was some, like that was some good like autumn just yeah. like boom. She brought up a Here's good point. Here's the history lesson. <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody should do it. Um, if I you want to do it, do it. Yeah. My, at one point, it. I didn't bring up then was like my grandma used to tie goats that are bigger than some of the tie down kids that they're tying today at me. The American, my grandma used to tie billy goats bigger than that at me. It's not as good. <laughs> uh, I've seen Sean go off on Twitter. You don't want that smoke. But yeah, the, the barrel racing, I don't know how he got up. I don't know. I think that um, I think he's got two sisters. I think he's, a, he's the only only guy. Yeah. I think, from what I know, he's the only guy, and then um, yeah, he just uh, got into barrel racing and stuff. And yeah, people people give him crap about it. You know, like we were talking about, they some events he can't even enter, so he'll have like his sister go enter for him, and then probably got long hair, they can't tell. Like, yeah, if you're going fast enough, like, <laughs> they can't tell. Get a good look. Yeah, can't see the mustache. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just one of the, rodeo is kind of one of the sports where it's just I think there always there's always going to be just it's in a, anything it's an identity that, crisis because this is the way I look at it if you can do it you should be able to right. do it but at the same time you got to find the balance of you know making it equal fair yeah. um, and. Uh, if a girl, if a girl should be able to barrel like bull ride, then yeah, which you don't see a lot of that happen. I yeah. would not encourage. Like I have seen it, yeah. and she got called off in an ambulance yeah. on stretcher. Yeah, it was ugly. Uh, it's not even close. I mean, she, she riding be, is different, right? There's a lot of women. Like but it's mainly a guy sport. If a girl should be able to do it, then like a guy should yeah. be able to. Then if barrels. the guy wants to run barrels, right. man, I well, mean, I didn't do that. barrels yeah. is it's really on the horse. Yeah. Um, I mean, the riders, the rider makes it different. Right. right, but really, how fast that horse runs. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's really interesting the similarities between uh, rodeo and music. Hey, weird. Because I mean, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about earlier, but there's like it's really just a bunch of like you know quote unquote like gypsy, that that type of people. You know what I mean? Just people that like want to do something that they're passionate about, and sometimes you literally don't know. Like it's it like by the day is so unpredictable, and like every single run, every single show, mm-hmm. every you're just trying to get to it can base both of them can all get canceled. You know, as we saw, right? Yeah, and so they can always just be. Yeah, you don't know if you're going to be able to get to the next one, but yeah. find a way. The ones that really want it, really passionate about it, find a way to get to the right. next one. Nail that. Do the best you can on that yeah. run, that show, whatever. Take pride in it. Be passionate about it, and then get to the next one. Yeah. Forget about the last one. Get to the next one. That's life. That's rodeo. That's Sam Cox Music, the band Ragland. Follow them on all socials, yep. on the website, at the band Ragland. Go follow us at That's Rodeo. 
we're gonna have to do a part two sometime soon. Absolutely. We just we need to get Autumn and Tyler back in here too. Yeah. Because that was. Uh, just... Hopefully the live stream worked. Probably not. Sounds like. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit on you though. Glad cool. to have you back on. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go play a show. Yeah. Yep. At the Lane Hass fan, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. So man. let's settle this once and for all. Here. Once and for all. Lane, Lane Hass or Lane Haas? It's it's actually it's Hass, but it's spelled like Haas. So okay. it's two A's, one S. H A A S. So if anybody calls you Lane Haas, then I always turn my head. I'm like, yeah, it's me. I'm like, sure. I just I yeah. just learned to accept it. Okay. <laughs> at the Lane Hass band, at the Van Dragon, at Sam Parks yep. Music. At That's Rodeo, I'm Sean Doherty. That's life, that's rodeo. See y'all next time. Boom.